0: I think if I drove onto a very obvious pedestrian mall walking area and an attractive man told me, excuse me, ma'am, but you are <laughs> parked in an illegal spot and you have to move. I don't think I would fight with it. I think I would like melt into the ground. Like it would be like I was the wicked witch of the West. All of a sudden, and I was just a puddle on the floor. Hi, Thirsties.
1: Welcome to the Thirsty for Hallmark podcast. I'm Charlie. And I'm Mary. Here at Thirsty for Hallmark, we come for the hunks and we stay for the love. Today, we're reviewing Winter in Vail, which first aired January 4th, 2020, but we watched it last Friday.
0: Yes. You know, there's nothing like watching a movie about Vail when you live in Aspen. It makes you feel more connected to all of the characters involved. So shall we rate this?
1: I would give it three cupcakes plus one with a bite out of it.
0: Oh, that is generous! I would give I know it, it
1: is generous.
0: I would give it two cupcakes with a bite out of the third. And here's my reasoning: This movie was just a puzzle for someone who lives in a ski town. And I know that you hear this all the time from us. And so maybe you're thinking, all right, well, nobody else would understand that. But for someone who does live in a ski town, this movie made no sense <laughs> whatsoever. To give a short summary, a girl lives in L.A., Lacey Chabert, Chelsea in the movie. She inherits a chalet and she decides to quit her job at an event planner, move out there. She meets this guy who's like a contractor, architect, whatever, And he also runs a restaurant with his father. They get together using her event skills and his, you know, jack-of-all-trade skills. They start a strudel's fest to save a business and fall in love. Um, My biggest qualm, though, is this girl inherits a home in Vail. That home, the size of that home, easily $25 million.
1: The reason I gave it one more cupcake than you is I just put aside that it was Vail because it was not Vale. If it was like a small kind of like less fancy ski town, then I think this movie works a lot better.
0: Yeah, but they chose Vail. It says winter in Vail. <laughs> I couldn't get over it. Right. The logic of it, the logic behind this movie drove me insane almost as much as the logic behind the sweetest hearts.
1: I knew you were gonna say the sweetest cupcake heart.
0: business. For you, okay? Like that was how much it drove me. That girl got from her uncle a $25 million investment that if she just rented it out for a week at a time, she probably would never have to work again in her life. Anyway, let's get into the detailed summary.
1: It starts at Lacey Chabert's work. Chelsea is an event planner for this corporate event company. She's giving a presentation, knocking it out of the park. Her coworker tells her that she's a shoo-in for the vice president role.
0: She doesn't get the vice president role. And her boss hits her with, and I feel like this happens a lot in Hallmark movies, which is, you're so capable, we want you to train the person that got the job that everybody thinks you deserve. She has lunch, and she has a regular at the lunch place. She keeps saying, I have a regular, I have a regular. She never thought she'd be someone to like play it so safe. She finds out her uncle left her this chalet in Vale, and she decides it's a sign so she goes to her boss and she says bye this is my it's not even two week notice she like literally leaves that day I don't I mean maybe that's normal so she's like bye today is the last day I work here and she quits and she packs up her stuff and she moves to Vail.
1: I have to mention her boss is played by Constance Marie who is the mom in The George Lopez Show, and she was Jennifer Lopez's mom in Selena. It's a pretty big get for a Hallmark.
0: Mm-hmm. For a small part, too. She didn't have a lot of lines. Chelsea packs up her car, and she drives on out to Vail, and first stop, downtown Vail. Her meet-cute is her driving literally on, like, a pedestrian wall and no drive zone. The guy's like, you can't park here, and she's like... Oh, Why are you so rude to Taurus? And she's like being so sassy. And he's like, look at the signs. And then she continues to be sassy. I think if I drove onto a very obvious pedestrian mall walking area and then I saw a sign and an attractive man told me, excuse me, ma'am, but you are parked in an illegal spot and you have to move. I don't think I would fight with it. I think I would like melt into the ground. Like it would be like I was a Wicked Witch of the West all of a sudden and I was just a puddle on the floor. Like not, it, she had no remorse whatsoever.
1: It wasn't just you can't park here. It's you can't drive here.
0: Yes. Yes. She was so
1: salty about she, it.
0: Yeah. And then she's like, well, how are you here? And it, he was like loading in food for like a restaurant or something. And he's like, this is a load." And she was like, "Ah, and I was like, gosh, Chelsea, like what
1: (laughs) I do feel like people in Aspen would do that. I I have seen a couple of times cars drive on the pedestrian mall as if they think it's a street. I'm sure if some rando who wasn't a police officer like stop them about it or said something, they would probably give them some sass.
0: But it's just so obvious. I mean, it's like a brick walkway with benches. Like it's in no way, shape, or form a road. Lacey, like <laughs> her reaction, her indignation that he would dare to cross her. I'm like, good lord. <laughs> anyway, that's my big one of my biggest qualms with this movie. That really brought it down a cupcake for me. That one scene.
1: In her defense, there were no pedestrians to be seen.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> It's not a big tourist tourist season for Vail in the winter. I don't know if <laughs> no, you know this. No. <laughs> Vail is notoriously slow in the winter. They're Like what is season. there to do? Yeah, absolutely nothing. It's probably <laughs> one of the most visited ski attractions, but she goes
1: to the house and it is in total rehabilitation mode. There's tools everywhere. Everything looks half done. There's just like all these projects everywhere, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh my god!" She's with a realtor, and the realtor's like, "Oh, it's okay. There's a, there's a contractor who's already started working on it, but your uncle died before they finished." The realtor said, "The contractor's going to come over soon, and you can talk to him about how long it's going to take to fix all of this." Then the contractor comes, and it is homeboy from the street, mm-hmm. and his name is Owen.
0: Yes, Owen comes in. And you know everybody's acting like she's being ridiculous. Her house has no heat.
1: Oh right, the heat wasn't the heat working. is
0: like the main issue here. The heat wasn't working. This poor girl, is like I'm from LA, <laughs> she was just like I'm just trying to survive out here. He's like, I'll help you out. We have all the material. I can be here early the next morning.
1: And he also says, we've got off on the wrong foot. Let's just start fresh.
0: We failed to mention that on her tour around Vale, she goes into a restaurant called the Edelweiss. He's really trying to sell the schnitzel on her.
1: She goes to the grocery store.
0: And everything is in German. (laughs) Like the whole grocery store. All the
1: packages, all the food is in German.
0: Like, Lacey's like, is there anything in English? I was like, wait, what the fuck is going on here? Like, what is going on? And
1: then this girl walks by in a drindle. And Lacey's like, can you help me with this? And she's like, I actually don't work here. She's like, I work at the Edelweiss.
0: She was like, I don't understand anything in this grocery store. And I was like, in Vail? Like, what is happening? In Vale, uh, maybe I should go to Vail. I, I maybe it's like a whole different. I guess we yeah, are. We confirmed. haven't been. We haven't it's two been two hours away,
1: but we haven't been. I did ask some people about Vail, and they said that there is some sort of German theme going around there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But this movie made it seem like Germans settled there and started a little colony <laughs> and uh, built a ski resort around it. But that's not what happened. Vail was very much a manufactured place. Yeah. <laughs> built in the 60s. We, here we call it a traffic stop. For like, If you want to ski, come to Aspen. If you want to go to a traffic stop, go to Vail. Go to
0: Vail. Yeah. Before moving out here, I didn't really know all the different resorts and et cetera. I think if I'd watched this, I would have thought she's like in English speaking Austria. Like I was, it was confusing.
1: There's this town in Southern California near Santa Barbara called Solvang. And it's like a Danish settlement. And it's all Danish restaurants. You do hear people speaking Danish on the street. Oh, that's cool. It's really cool.
0: I just didn't think Vail was like that. So anyway, she goes back to the Edelweiss and she finds out her uncle used to work there as a pastry chef. He used to make the best strudel. And she's like, I didn't know my uncle baked. And I'm like, your uncle left you a $25 million chalet in Vale, but you didn't know he baked? All right. She finds out that the restaurant's not doing so hot.
1: And the owner of the restaurant is Owen's father. Her uncle was best friends with the owner of the restaurant.
0: And ever since her uncle died, they haven't been doing strudel on the menu because the strudel is just apparently so amazing.
1: You should have seen Lacey Chabert's face when she asked for strudel and they were like, actually, we don't have strudel on the menu. She was like, what the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck kind of place is this? I'm
0: sorry. I would have also expected strudel from Edelweiss. I don't
1: think you would have made such a face. Disgusted. How dare you face?
0: I would have been upset. You probably would have seen it on my face.
1: But then she found out they stopped selling strudel because her uncle was the one who made it. When he died, the recipe died with him because nobody knows it.
0: Cut to the next day. Homeboy comes at a prime 6 a.m., an early start. He, they kept saying "veil time" too. I, we're <laughs> on veil time. We're on veil time. Veil and Aspen are vacation towns. I can't imagine a contractor coming to somebody's house at 6 a.m.
1: If anything, veil time would be late.
0: So they come, they do construction on the house. That house was done in like three days max. Like the heat was magically working. They had like beautiful granite counters on. They just and they like redid the paint and they painted it like a mustard yellow. And she was like, "Oh my gosh, I love this color." I was like, what is happening?
1: I thought you would. Why do they even have to mention that ugly ass color?
0: (laughs) We could have lived forever and never had a scene about that yellow. (laughs) Through the construction, it's finally done. She's going through all these cookbooks and we're like, she's got to, she's got to find strudel recipe. That's going to be the next thing to happen. And lo and behold, Charlie and I are good at this because she finds a strudel recipe. (laughs) (laughs)
1: She also finds a picture of her as a child with her uncle rolling out strudel. How does she not know that he baked?
0: That's my question, too. And it wasn't like she was four. No, she was like eight to ten in that picture.
1: She brings the recipe to the restaurant and she Mm -hmm. says, we can have strudel again. And her and Owen go into the kitchen and whip up strudel. (laughs)
0: like it's no problem she doesn't remember baking she's never baked before and they make the perfect strudel i have never made strudel but i can imagine it's pretty daggone hard it's not a muffin they're making strudel they're eating strudel they're slowly falling in love he makes this joke about like oh how can we get more people in now that we have strudel like what we should do like an announcement or something and he says strudel fest Well, lo and behold, Chelsea looks it up and it's a thing in like all these other countries and different ski resorts. So they, with the magic of her events planning, plan a strudel fest and they get all these people from different restaurants, like a really good chocolatier. And then a similar to a Pine Creek cookhouse, it's like a ski in, ski out restaurant. They all go and they get judges and they do this whole strudel fest for old town Vale.
1: they were acting like they vale were struggling the strudel fest though was amazing
0: it was it was they had a polka band
1: yeah they had a cool like austrian band there were people polkaing in the streets all these like vendors outside selling food and tchotchkes and then the grand finale was the strudel contest and all these chefs made strudels lacy made strudel
0: they don't win even though they used her uncle's recipe, Bev Wins, she was a real estate agent, but she was also like a love interest for the father that we saw coming from a mile away and we were hopeful it wasn't going to happen because you know how we feel about secondary romances. Her best friend comes for Strudelfest too and helps out and then she finds out her boss wants her to come back. And not only wants her to come back, but wants her to take over that VP position because she realizes she made a mistake.
1: And she's willing to give her whatever salary she wants, corner office. And it's really an offer that's too good to refuse. She tells Owen and he's dejected. But he wishes her well.
0: He was like, I just want you to be happy. And if this is what makes you happy, like, come and visit us. And it was heart-wrenching. Yeah, so she gets a job and it's just not, not feeling it.
1: She's sitting in her corner office, surrounded by work. She says she can't even enjoy the view from her office because of all of her work. And the
0: hot chocolate doesn't taste the same.
1: Oh, yeah, the hot the, chocolate, it never does.
0: Yeah, my dad always says in every Hallmark movie, especially winter ones, they are always drinking hot chocolate. Hot chocolate is always mentioned.
1: But again, she tells her boss, take this job and shove it. I'm going back to Vail.
0: <laughs> and she gets to Vail and it's snowing, so it's cloudy. Oh, Owen goes to the house to check on something.
1: She's sitting on the deck looking at the stars. And that's when she says...
0: Are the stars still there? And he's like, "Yes, of course they're there." And I'm like, "Yeah, of course you're, they're there." It's called a snowstorm. You can't see it right now, but are you're
1: you fine. two years old? Well,
0: yeah, it's the same moon that you saw in LA. She says that she's happier in Vale, and that people have been calling her to do events for them. And then they they kiss and they fall in love, and that's it. That's the end.
1: That was Winter in Vale.
0: I felt like I went to Vail. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who are these people?
1: Well, Lacey Chabert is the queen of Hallmark.
0: Oh, I don't know if we can give her queen. No, princess? she is she, she's a princess. I would say. I think CCB.
1: The reason I say the Lacey's the queen is that she doesn't only do big Christmas movies, but she does a lot of movies throughout the year. Whereas CCB doesn't really do movies during the year.
0: Maybe CCB is like then the Dowager Queen. Like, she's retired, but she's still the queen. Whereas Lacey is, like, the up-and-coming queen.
1: Okay. I mean, I don't think Lacey Chabert needs an introduction. She starred in Party of Five when she was a child. She played Claudia. Actually, before that, she was on Broadway as young Cosette in Les Mis with somebody that I worked at a restaurant with. (laughs) And every so often, that girl I worked at a restaurant with will post pictures on Facebook or on Instagram with Lacey because they get together sometimes.
0: Whoa. Her she- and the
1: Halloween Town Girl.
0: Oh, my gosh. They were all on Broadway together? Yeah. Wow.
1: I think they had to alternate young Cosette and young Epidine.
0: And then, of course, I think Lacey's biggest role is mean girls.
1: Gretchen Wieners. Yes.
0: So Fetch. Stop trying to make Fetch happen, Gretchen. <laughs>
1: Um, I don't think my father, the inventor of toaster strudel, would be too happy to hear about this. (laughs) She really gave so much in that movie and mm-hmm. she does not get enough recognition. She
0: actually came up like her character had all the like lines that we say now, like fetch and yeah, the toaster strudel. I feel like she had the most memorable one liners. Yeah.
1: None for Gretchen Wieners. She had a great cameo in Not Another Teen Movie. And she plays like the Jennifer Love Hewitt character from Can't Hardly Wait, who the guys are always like lusting after the whole movie. And then at the end, she makes some joke about (laughs) handjobs. I was so shocked. I think that was before Mean Girls.
0: Not the Lacey of Hallmark. Would never. But she's
1: been in so many classic Hallmark movies. What is the one, A Royal Christmas, where she's dating this cute guy in Boston? Mm -hmm. He's a prince. She has no idea. (laughs)
0: Always happens that way. Yep.
1: She has to go to whatever country he's from. Mm -hmm. And his mother, the queen, is Jane Seymour. Uh, And of course, she makes best friends with all the maids.
0: Yes, yeah, and then they make, I know, I think she's from Philadelphia, because they make Philly cheesesteaks, don't they, in the restaurant during the ball, and then she gets all of the maid staff fired. (laughs) (laughs) What, was it Love, Romance, and Chocolate? That was another one of hers, is that the title?
1: Yeah, she does a lot of traveling, that one she went Mm -hmm. to Belgium, Christmas in Rome, don't get me started in that movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's not a great one, but...
1: Then last year she did Christmas Waltz, which we
0: thought was just
1: okay. But the people on these Hallmark groups will not stop talking about how much they love that movie. Really? Yeah, I don't get it. It was cute. It had dancing.
0: (laughs) You saw Charlie's face when he said dancing. The judgment was there.
1: But as somebody who watched all 40 of Hallmark Christmas movies from 2020, it was not among the best.
0: And she also is the leading lady in the crossword mysteries. I've gotten really into now that I have the friendly app, I've gotten really into watching the murder mysteries as well. But they kind of scare me, to be honest.
1: Yeah, uh, we have to talk about those sometimes. Yeah. And how many movies are there? Like?
0: The fourth one just aired.
1: My favorite movie of hers is Falling for Vermont. Mm. Is that what it's called? Oh, my God. She plays a realtor who visits her dad in Vermont, falls in love with a hot chef, and gets him to pretend to be her boyfriend because her ex-boyfriend is visiting Vermont randomly. The best part is when they win a maple syrup tasting contest (laughs) where they have to guess what kind of tree the maple syrup is from.
0: We can't forget about all of the All of My Heart movies. It's like All of My Heart Engagement, All of My Heart Wedding, where she like... Finds out she like owns a B and B with this other man, and they fall in love. Yeah, <laughs> but I think yeah, one of, she
1: inherits half of a B and B.
0: Yeah, I think one of my favorites, and I can't believe I forgot about this one, was the Sweetest Christmas. That was one of your favorite Christmas <gasps> movies too. The Sweetest Christmas. She's part of the gingerbread competition. It was really good.
1: People ask us all the time our favorite movies. Mm-hmm. That one, the Sweetest Christmas, and for me, Falling for Vermont.
0: Or is it Moonlight in Vermont? Oh, Moonlight in Vermont.
1: Moonlight in Vermont.
0: All right. And then who is the leading man?
1: Tyler Hines, mm. who we talked about just two weeks ago. He's the yeah. star of It Was Always You. He's a Canadian actor who did a few television shows in Canada and then went straight to Hallmark and hasn't looked back.
0: He's been in a decent amount of singing once. Am I right about that?
1: He was in his Christmas Eve. He is probably the most loved Hallmark hung on the Facebook groups that I am on. These women. I swear they would.
0: They love him. Would
1: faint if they saw him. They'd swoon.
0: They'd swoon. He's in the movie I'm currently watching that's literally on pause while we're making this podcast, which is falling for you. (laughs) It's about the radio show that it's like losing its funding. So they're doing a bachelor bake-off. And he is like a guy that comes to town to fix their like IT stuff. And he gets roped into doing it. And he falls in love.
1: On one of the Facebook groups I'm on, they posted a side-by-side of him clean-shaven and him with facial hair. And then I posted that on the Thirsty for Hallmark Instagram with a little poll saying, which one do you prefer? And he DM'd me. He slid. And he sent me a heart emoji. Ooh. and I sent one back
0: alright so those are our leading uh, couple so who should we give the Oscar to?
1: I give the Oscar to Constance Marie who played Trish the boss she was a stressed out <laughs> boss I was like worried for how she's gonna get all these events done.
0: It's hard for me to give the Oscar to anyone today and that's a sad thing to say but it's true if you twisted my arm and told me I had to give the Oscar to someone I would give it to the chocolate tier. <laughs> Oh yeah, she was believable. I thought she 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 might actually be a chocolatier. That's how much I believed it. You know what? I thought that too. Yeah, I like genuinely was like they just found someone who like <laughs> makes chocolate.
1: She explained how they make the hot chocolate it was the longest process. Actually, that's one of my homemades for later. Yeah, but the detail with which she explained it seemed like only a chocolatier could talk about it like that.
0: Yeah, like I I believe. <laughs> Believed it, and now maybe they did a lot of research, and maybe they just really f- found an actress that delivers, and that's that's why I think she deserves the Oscar. Because either way, I believe that she makes chocolate.
1: You know how actors have a special skills portion in the resume? Her special skill was chocolate, chocolatier.
0: <laughs> maybe they found the perfect person. <laughs> All right, so this is our favorite. Well, this is my favorite section. Homemade or hostess?
1: Homemade are things that we really liked about that movie, like a homemade cupcake. And hostess are things that we didn't like so much, like a Twinkie that's been sitting on the shelf for a year. Mary, what's your first one?
0: I have one hostess for this entire movie that captures all of my other hostesses, which is I genuinely don't believe... This is how people live in Vail and this is how Vail is. The entire time I was just sitting there like, no way is this real. No way. But I think that's (laughs) my biggest. Okay, But what if it's
1: not Vail?
0: But see, my problem is they called it winter in Vail. I know they could have just called it winter at a ski town.
1: I think they wanted the cachet of Vail, but they wrote a the story about a different place.
0: They wrote a story about like a small ski town, like right outside of Vail that's trying to get like the tourists from Vail to come see them. Mm. That's my thought. I, I can tell you right now, tourist season is busy in Aspen during the winter, and I, I'm pretty sure it's just as busy, <laughs> if not more busy in Vail. It's
1: busier in Vail because it's so much closer to Denver. Yeah, I hear that everybody from Denver is in Vail every weekend. It's yeah. packed.
0: And it's just like, they acted like there was not a tourist in sight. <laughs> uh,
1: my first homemade is the Strudel Fest. I said it before. It looked like so much fun. I'm dying to go to a Strudel Fest.
0: I think Charlie and I should make strudel. I I would agree. A homemade is all of the different strudel that we got to like just see being made and also being like presented on the... the like, they looked amazing. I'm like ready for some strudel. <laughs> I don't know how hard it is, but it doesn't seem that hard because Lacey made it in like 10 minutes.
1: (laughs) That brings me to my hostess, which is how quickly and easily they whipped up that strudel. I did some research. I watched a few YouTube videos on how to make strudel. (laughs) Here's what you do. You make a dough. Then you have to roll out the dough. You have to pull it with your hands and you have to stretch it so thin that you can read a newspaper through it. And it's very difficult because it tears. And if it tears, you can't get it back together. The one video I watched where they showed it in great detail this woman dresses in a drindle and does cooking videos. Oh my god, it was that's so amazing. cute. Wasn't that hard for her? But she even said that it was hard. All the comments were, "I tried it. It was way too hard." <sighs> the only thing I can think of is her uncle when they made it taught her from a young age how to stretch it. Then when she was back with the dough, it Just was like came riding naturally. a bicycle.
0: But she didn't know that she had to make it that thin. Remember, because he got out the menu and said, oh, we need to like put this underneath it to see if we can read through it. Charlie, this is my proposition for you. Can we make strudel together? Yes. <laughs> Let's make strudel, and then we'll let you guys know how difficult it is. <laughs> A homemade for me was the tubing scene. They go up to the top of the mountain and they go tubing because she doesn't ski, which skiing in Vail was not a thing. But is that anyway, they mentioned it once and then there was not a skier in sight. It's just so unbelievable. I just can't. I used to go tubing as a kid a lot. I haven't gone tubing in probably 10 years.
1: We should go. They have it here.
0: Yeah, they yeah. do at Snowmass. Yeah.
1: I like that too. And I also liked when they we went cross country skiing.
0: Because they actually tried, unlike Two for the Win with Trevor Donovan. Episode one. Where they just stomp around.
1: Tyler was pretty good at it.
0: I think another hostess for me is that they had an entire back room of that restaurant. And it was this gorgeous room with a fireplace and like chandeliers and this whole thing. And it was like they just had decided maybe 10 years ago, why use this for the restaurant? Why make this look nice? You know what we should do? We should use this as storage
1: Uh, hostess for me was the renovation. It would have taken three days just to paint that place. Mm
0: -hmm. And painting
1: was one of the many, many things they did. I think they did flooring. I think there was, what do you call it? There's like rocks on the wall. And they did have to
0: fix the plumbing and the electrical.
1: And and they furnished it and decorated it.
0: Not a rug to be seen.
1: A homemade for me was the hot chocolate. It was one of those chocolate balls. She took half of a hollow chocolate sphere, put all these crazy things in them, like chocolate cream crispy things Almost, what was the kind of marshmallow i like,
0: want to say like irish cream or something irish cream like, marshmallows. Yeah.
1: and the way she said irish cream marshmallows was as if it's something that everybody has in their house She's Like, oh mm-hmm. yeah you got your irish cream marshmallows you got your chocolate crispy candies puts them in then she gets the other half of the sphere like seals it and makes a full sphere puts it in a mug pours hot chocolate over it so it just gets extra chocolatey and it melts. And
0: All of the food in this movie is a homemade for me. I just enjoy looking at good food.
1: <laughs> One more thing. Even though she was so salty when they met, I did think it was a cute way to meet
0: I think it's a cute way to meet if it wasn't, like, a pedestrian zone. Like, if she had just, like, parked in, like, a reserved parking spot and it would have been his or something, like, that would have been, like, I think for my mental sanity better. But the lack of, like, emotion she showed, I was like, dang. But it was pretty cute.
1: Not to bring everything down, but do you remember a year ago a woman drove into the pedestrian zone in Aspen and killed a child?
0: Oh, I do remember
1: But. Yeah, so because of that, I was like, mm, don't drive in the pedestrian zone.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, shall we move on? Who would we play? Charlie really wanted a big character, and I brought him down.
1: Yeah, which <laughs> one did I want?
0: This is random woman in, like, the town meeting that they have at Edelweiss that, like, gives this whole <laughs> soliloquy about, like... <laughs>
1: So oh, it was a guy. He was a guy.
0: He, oh, it he was, was a guy?
1: Because they were talking about their ideas for strudel. And he goes, what about strudel ice cream? And I was like, him.
0: But then he kept going. <laughs> and then we saw him again. And I was like, absolutely not, Charlie. You do not get I, to be strudel ice cream.
1: I have since figured out a character for me. Lenny, the tow truck driver.
0: <laughs> a character we never <laughs> <Dude>. even see. <laughs>
1: We never saw him. We saw the truck. Tyler tells her, "Yeah, you can park there, but Lenny's going to tow you." And she goes, "Who's Lenny?" And he's like, "The tow truck driver." <laughs> and he's right there. Um, I think you can kind of see his outline in the hmm. in the truck.
0: I was the waitress from the restaurant at the beginning. I go up and I say, "Your usual?"
1: I can't believe I have a usual I actually experienced that once at a bar I used to go to I was sitting there and the waitress comes over and she goes do you want your usual and I was like what is my usual and then she told me and I was like oh yeah that is what I always get yes one of those <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would love to be a person that has a usual like that's like the dream oh I had a usual <laughs> at Starbucks at college <laughs> it was a mocha uh-huh. anyway so that's the character I play it's <laughs> a <The> waitress <laughs> the very beginning. All right, do we have any questions?
1: The main question we got is what are we gonna do this week? <laughs> because there wasn't a Hallmark movie. There wasn't a new one. Mm-hmm. So uh that's why we're reviewing an old one.
0: I will say, you know, Charlie and I weren't sure. And then organically we just you know, it's shocking. We watch Hallmark and sometimes we just don't podcast about it. We just like to watch Hallmark and hang out. And we were watching Hallmark and I was like, this is worthy of a podcast.
1: Yeah. We, we weren't even going to review it. Yeah. And about I, halfway through, we really, said, let's review it.
0: I think we had so many thoughts while we were watching it, just like unlike veil, <laughs> like what, what was happening in this town <laughs> that I thought, I thought it was worthy of a review.
1: <laughs> I was also thinking of reviewing the 40 Hallmark Christmas movies that I watched in 2020 and we're also thinking about reviewing the Aurora Garden movie that mm. was new or that is new tonight.
0: Yes, I'm recording it tonight. I was asked my thoughts on One Calls to Heart. And I did ah. promise I would bring that up. And here's my thoughts. And you know what? People are going to come after me because there's two very, very strong camps going on right now. Oh, it's please. like Jacob and Edward in Hallmark World. <laughs> um, Jack Thornton was the love of my my life as well. I think I cried for, I couldn't watch the last episode of that season for three months, y'all. I was that upset about Jack Thornton dying.
1: Is that season four?
0: It's season five. I couldn't watch it. It was probably the most gutting thing. And then they introduced these two guys and I wasn't ready emotionally. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Elizabeth Thornton wasn't ready. I was even less ready for her to move on. I was still in deep mourning. It was, like, akin to how I felt when Matthew died on uh, Down Abbey. I told Charlie the story. I bought the song the of their love theme song, like, the day before on iTunes because I thought it was so beautiful. <laughs> then he died the next day, and I couldn't listen to the song for months. And then I finally listened to the song, and I just sobbed. And it's the same thing that happened when I watched that last episode when they do the funeral and everything. I was just like, no, Jack. Anyway... Now she's been balancing between these two guys, and they're both great, and it seems like, you know, she's been a little bit more open with her flirtation with Lucas, but Nathan, maybe a, a two episodes ago, told her that he loved her, and her response was, like, I can't. Like, I can't experience that pain again. And for me, when somebody answers like that, it's not a, I don't love you, it's a, I am too scared. I'm terrified. And I think it's because her feelings for Nathan are more genuine and more real. And like, I think she has an infatuation with Lucas, but I, th- I want her to end up with Nathan. What terrifies her is that he reminds her of Jack. And I think in some way, she's not ready to move on from that perfect love that she had with Jack, because honestly, neither am I. Lucas seems like the easy choice. That is my thought of When Calls the Heart.
1: We did not get a one year later in this movie. What do you think happened?
0: Well, I think they make Strudel Fest an annual tradition, and she's got a budding events company. And she's really got her own two feet planted firmly in Vale, and has become part of the town. And she helps make Strudel Fest into even bigger of a deal this year with more events and more, str- <laughs> more strudel. And at the end of Strudel Fest, they have this big dance polka thing. And Owen says, I think we should go outside. And he brought the telescope. And they're looking at the stars. And he names a star after her. And then he proposes to her. Um,
1: (laughs) A walk to remember vibes. Yep. (laughs) Remember, you can follow us at Thirsty for Hallmark on Instagram. I've been posting some memes lately.
0: Charlie has gotten really into the memes.
1: Last week I posted a meme.
0: When Hallmark doesn't have a new movie coming out on Saturday. It's Oprah going, what? what? <laughs> They're pretty good.
1: I really love these Oprah memes that are coming out. Yeah. <laughs> Next week, March 20th, is Chasing Waterfalls.
0: Don't go chasing waterfalls. With Cindy Busby. Cindy Busby, who I have a vendetta against solely because she was in Unleashing Mr. Darcy.
1: And Christopher Russell, who is so hot he's definitely going to have to explain why he's so hot in this movie Mm -hmm. and he is going to be shirtless when they swim in a waterfall (laughs) we saw it in the preview
0: catch us next week
1: (laughs) and remember stay Stay thirsty. thirsty Still listening? Well, you must be really thirsty. This week, instead of a scene, I have a theory about this movie that I want to share with you. In Mean Girls, Lacey Chabert played Gretchen Wieners, whose father invented toaster strudel. In Winter and Veil, she plays Chelsea, whose uncle had a secret recipe for strudel that took forever to make, and he was the only one who knew it. I think... Chelsea is actually Gretchen Wiener's as an adult. She hated the name, she changed it and became an event planner. And her her father and his brother both had very different ideologies about strudel. Her father believed strudel should be quick and come out of a toaster, and everybody should have access to it. But the uncle thought strudel should be traditional, it should take forever to make, and it should only be made by recipes that are passed down through generations. We don't want just anybody eating our delicious strudel. And though Gretchen pretended like she agreed with her father about quick and easy strudel out of a toaster, she really sided with her uncle. And when they were together, she would make strudel with him the slow, traditional, difficult way. So it only makes sense that her life path would lead her to creating strudel fest to celebrate strudel the way it's intended to be made and the way it's intended to be enjoyed if we ever have the chance to interview Lacey on this podcast which i believe we will i am going to ask her is chelsea gretchen wieners all grown up thank you for staying to listen goodbye